This Marketplace podcast is supported by Mingle, the agile project management tool for software teams focused on continuous improvement. Mingle's custom card walls and realistic reporting help teams start with familiar practices and change as they go. More at ThoughtWorks.com slash Mingle. Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Coming up on the broadcast today, the week on Wall Street and beyond, what Washington is going to get from its lobbyists, and we go down East Main with Jim Fallows and American Futures. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Balance your life with dollar signs. Tune into Marketplace Money this weekend for a look at the issues affecting your wallet. Whether it's investing, renting an apartment, or sending your kid off to college, we'll help you navigate. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdali. It is Friday, the 25th of October. Good to have you here for the podcast today, everybody. It has been relatively calm this week, economy-wise, at least as compared to last week and the week before that. And the week before that, to summarize and explain and analyze, we've got Heidi Moore from The Guardian and Cardiff Garcia from the blog FT Alphaville in our bureau in New York City. Hey, guys. Hey, Kai. Hey, Kai. So cast your mind backwards there, Cardiff, uh, to, you know, a week or two ago, it was all shut down and debt limit and all that stuff. Have we shaken it off yet? Has the economy, and I know this is a very hyperbolic question, uh, been able to move past all that and stabilize a bit? Almost certainly not, and I think we got confirmation of that in the jobs numbers, right? I mean, those jobs numbers took place before the economy, right? But what they showed was that the economy was already slowing down its pace of growth from earlier in the year. And that's worrying because that happened before the shutdown. So on the one hand, the direct impact of the shutdown should be pretty modest, and it should be able to reverse itself uh, within the course of a few months. But we don't know that for sure, and it came at a really bad time. So my guess is that no, that this did have some economic harm, and we're going to have to get through it. Heidi, how much longer does this uncertainty last? Probably through January, February, when these next deadlines come up. Yeah, absolutely. Next week, the uh, quote-unquote committee, which will yeah, accomplish nothing, yeah, yeah. is, is supposed to meet. <laughs> and um, and it will go through January and February because even though people say this won't happen again, it probably will. And the economy's growth is tanking. Right now, the predictions about GDP growth are 1.8%, which is really but, low. Zero is no yeah, growth. Well, no, I get that. But ta- isn't tanking a little harsh when you're talking 1.8% in a world in a world where um, 2% <laughs> has been considered good? I mean, tanking's a little harsh, right? <laughs> Well, I like that you just did your thriller I, I did movie, movie voice thing. because, yeah, yeah. I'm because for that's exactly, yeah, that's what it's going to be. No, it's it's far worse than what we should be doing. And people are unemployed. We have all the people in poverty right now, 42 million people on food stamps. We can't take these kinds of risks. And unfortunately, we did. All right. Fair enough. Cardiff, I'm going to read you something that uh, came over the Associated Press wire literally as the gong was sounding. And I'm just going to read it to you and then we will discuss. Washington AP. J.P. Morgan is paying $5.1 billion to resolve U.S. claims over mortgage securities sold to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. This is yet another J.P. Morgan fine over uh, bad deeds during the financial crisis. Why do people still think, or do people still think, that J.P. Morgan is is the greatest bank ever and Jamie Jamie Dimon the CEO ought to run the world? I was going to say, how do you define people? Yeah, well, you know, yeah. uh, you know. I, look, this is this is something that's been going on for a little while now. J.P. Morgan's had a litany 
of regulatory and legal problems. Now, these things do go back into the past, so the situation is a little bit trickier because a lot of this stuff, I think, took place uh, when uh, it was you know, Bear Stearns and Washington mm-hmm. Mutual. But mm-hmm. J.P. Morgan bought those companies. You don't get to buy just the good and shed the bad. You have to embrace the whole thing, and they bought them. So yeah, I'm sorry, uh, but you know, it's getting what it deserves. Do you, Heidi, um, uh, are you surprised at all that we're still dealing with this five years later? No, and if anything, I'm gratified that we're dealing with it five years later because the alternative was never to deal with it. And that was the path that it looked like we were on just, you know, a year ago. And so now you're seeing all of these settlements coming coming down the pike and they are long overdue and they are not nearly, if you ask me, as punitive as they should be considering how much was lost in the economy, how much was lost in the value of people's homes, how much was lost in job growth. Um, You know, so J.P. Morgan can pay $13 billion and go on its merry way. The rest of us uh, are still struggling with financial anxiety for the mm. most part. All right. Very quick sidebar, and then I'll, uh, I'll let you guys go. There was some news today that Senator Rand Paul out of Kentucky is going to put, quote, unquote, a hold on the nomination of, of uh, Janet Yellen to be the chairman, uh, chairwoman rather, of the Fed. She starts her meetings up on Capitol Hill next week. Um, how bad would it be, Cardiff, if, if he actually did this?